0: So here we go again, another debate about old buildings, history and legacy, and of course, money. So, the Wellington Town Hall and the Earthquake Strengthening Project. The Don Post has reported today that that project might actually cost $130 million, as contractors are understood to be counting on a $20 million contingency fund. Now, yesterday, uh, we reported that uh, the budget stood at $112.4 million. Up from 43 million a few years back, 112.4 million. But capital developers say that the cost of Wellington's town hall project will rise by another $20 million, and that everyone in the construction industry knows this, and they all know the contingency is there, and it's trying to be hidden from, of course, the ratepayers, and really, it's a $130 million project. Add to that the fact that the council's chief executive, a fellow by the name of Kevin Lavery, uh, said last week that the price of the contract could not be fixed because of the high demand for construction and construction workers in the city. And you have to feel that the town hall project could end up being a never-ending money pit. Uh, good uh, good for you guys. <laughs> Now, David Farrar has uh, written in Kiwi blog. he reckons that if the project costs $130 million, then that would force every household in Wellington to pay $1,800 each for the old Wellington Town Hall. And he reckons it's a terrible idea, and the money should be spent on libraries and parks, and not a big old hall for what he calls the elites. Another critic calls the hall an old dog. And he reckons it would be better and cheaper just to keep the facade and build a new building to modern standards behind it. Now, while I can understand all that sentiment, I can also understand the desire to fix it up. Because it is a classic. With a history, it was opened in 1904. Did you know it used to have a handsome 150-foot-tall clock tower on the Cuba Street side? I didn't. Looked great at a portico. Uh, it was removed after the Napier earthquake because somebody had you know, some brains and some forward thinking and thought, you know, if we had an earthquake in Wellington, that clock tower would fall down and kill people. Let's get rid of it, shall we? Such a pity they didn't maintain the hall at all through last century. There's the famous story about when Kenny Rogers in the first edition played there in the 70s. And when they hit a big note, the stage ceiling collapsed on them and it dropped pigeon bodies. And dead eggs and nesting material and plaster and rubber and dust all over the stage and all over Kenny Rogers' beard. (laughs) Um, And the place has been falling apart. The place has never been maintained. The hall, by the way, has been rated one of the best in the world for acoustic quality. In fact, back in 1986, as I told you yesterday, I saw Simply Red there. And the band lowered their volume. And Mick Hucknall put aside his microphone, and he sang without amplification, and it sounded amazing. And at the end of the song, Mick said, what a great room. It is a great room, the Wellington Town Hall. I like the place. But it's going to cost $130 million to earthquake-proof it. Now, New Zealand is a young country, and there's not a lot of history or historical buildings around anyway. And the ones we do have are starting to tick over 100 years old, like the town hall. So, of course, they're going to be expensive to fix up. And, of course, they become even more expensive the more you delay the fixing up. And we would be far the poorer without a little history, what little history we have preserved. So maybe we could be doing this better. I went to look at the Royal Albert Hall today. It was built in 1871, so quite a bit older than the Wellington Town Hall. It has undergone a slow and continual renovation programme since the 90s, which so far has cost $80 million. Less than fixing up the Wellington Town Hall. It's because they've done a bit and a bit and a bit all the time. It's also run by a charitable trust, supported by the lottery and also the national trust that they have there to look after old buildings, but not by tax or ratepayers. They know a bit about their history, the Brits, And they know how to preserve it. And it's something we have been terrible at through the 20th century. So how about today? As we come into the end of the second decade of the 21st century, how about we just admit we've been dumb about the historical stuff, fix the good stuff that we've got left up, and then not make the same mistakes through the next 100 years?